Lord be with you and also with you. Alleluia, Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed, alleluia. We gather in virtual worship this Mother's Day. Let us worship God in spirit and in truth. The liturgy, music, and sermon are offered in the praise of God for our virtual congregation today and later around the globe. The service includes the sermon, our joyful annual graduating student meditations now over many decades upon the theme, This I Believe, recorded earlier, along with music and liturgy from previous services. We welcome your support and responses. We invite your attention to the possibilities for ministry and pastoral support available on our website. We await your self-selection of forms of leadership, ministry, and service in our midst. And as the spirit moves, when again it is permitted and safe to do so, your presence with us here in worship. Although our nave is empty, the music is full. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it.
May we pray. O God, you have prepared for those who love you such good things as surpass our understanding. Pour into our hearts such love towards you that we, loving you in all things and above all things, may obtain your promises which exceed all that we can desire. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. We begin each week with worship and each worship hour with a moment of confession wherein we recognize our frailty, fragility, and mortality and lift in individual prayer our paused consideration of confession for this week past and the week to come. As the choir guides us in our Kyrie, may we bow in prayer. Let us pray. Well, beloved, if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Thanks be to God. A lesson from the first epistle of John, chapter 5, verses 1 through 6. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God. 
and everyone who loves the parent loves the child. By this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and obey his commandments. For the love of God is this, that we obey his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome, for whatever is born of God conquers the world. And this is the victory that conquers the world, our faith. Who is it that conquers the world but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? This is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not with the water only, but with the water and the blood. And the Spirit is the one that testifies, for the Spirit is the truth. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Please join me in reading responsively Psalm 98 with the antiphon. to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have gotten him victory. The Lord has made known his victory. He has revealed his vindication in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his steadfast love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the victory of our God. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord with the lyre, with the lyre and the sound of melody. With trumpets and the sound of the horn, make a joyful noise before the King, the Lord. Let the sea roar and all that fills it, the world and those who live in it. Let the floods clap their hands. Let the hills sing together for joy at the presence of the Lord, for he is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and the peoples with equity. And now, beloved, rise up in body as you are able, but certainly in heart, for the singing of the Gloria Deo and the reading of the Gospel. Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. John, chapter 15, verses 9 through 17. Glory to you, O Lord. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept 
my Father's commandments, and abide in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be within you and that your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer, because a servant does not know what the master is doing. But I've called you friends, because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my Father. You did not choose me, but I chose you, and I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask him in my name. I'm giving you these commands so that you may love one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ.
1982, Marsh Chapel instituted a tradition which today is now 40 years old, this I believe Sunday. Each year upon this Sunday, all Boston University graduates of that year from all schools and colleges are invited to offer statements of faith from which a few are selected for presentation. We honor all 2021 graduates. We are especially thankful to all who submitted statements, and we are most grateful for the witnesses in faith given by five students this morning. To begin, Heidi Santa Cruz will graduate with a Bachelor of Arts degree in Neuroscience from the College of Arts and Sciences. During her time at Boston University, Heidi has been a part of the university's running club and the women's club soccer team. She also spent time volunteering at Brigham and Women's Hospital and tutoring inner city youth while at BU. After graduation, Heidi will work as a clinical research coordinator of surgical oncology at Massachusetts General Hospital. Welcome. I believe in resilience. I have experienced how your mindset can influence your behavior and beliefs about who you are and what you can achieve. Entering Boston University, I pictured four perfect years, classes perfectly planned, extracurriculars that were going to propel me into a successful career. I quickly learned there is no perfect plan. All we can strive for is the resiliency to adapt and the endurance to continue a relentless pursuit for our goals. Freshman year, a mentor told me, I was like the person who always came second to Usain Bolt. Tried hard, but never good enough. He did not believe I was smart enough or the right fit for medical school, yet he was my mentor who cared. Not the perfect start I wanted, not the extracurricular experience I expected, and certainly not the long-term mentor I envisioned. Was it all over? Could my perfectly tailored path to medical school be dissolved after just four weeks at BU? It certainly felt like it. For a brief period of time, I let this person's belief about who I was influence my actions, and I began to question if I even believed in my abilities to have a career in medicine. However, what this mentor did not know was my resilience and determination were supreme. Self-doubt is a natural part of life. However, having the self-knowledge and strength to push forward despite odds, critics, or circumstances is what I call resilience. Resilience to adapt, think outside of conventional course loads, make your future yours. Learning is exciting. We as students at Boston University have the opportunity to learn and grow in a top tier environment, surrounded by leading researchers in their respective fields and opportunities at every corner. Understanding that each journey is unique to the person on it, even if the end destination is the same. The anecdote I briefly described is only one of the many hurdles that have come with completing my undergraduate career. I would not change any of them, as with obstacles come triumphs and the established skills to adapt and persevere. As we have all experienced over the past year, life's trials and tribulations are not mapped out in advance or with warning. The best we can ask of ourselves is to continue pursuing our goals no matter what life throws at us. Trust yourself and your abilities. As I close out my undergraduate career and look forward to a bright future, I am thankful for the challenges along the way as they have fortified my strength and determination to never let up on my dreams, to never let anyone minimize my goals, to never stop believing in myself, and to always be authentically resilient. 
Thank you very much, Heidi. Connor Dietrich will graduate with a Bachelor of Science degree in Business Administration with concentrations in Operations and Retailing from Questrom School of Business. During his time at Boston University, Connor was the president of Hillel, chair of the Conservative Minion, a Dean's Fellow in Social Impact, a Boston Interfaith Leadership Initiative Fellow, and a member of the BU Hillel Board of Directors. After graduation, Connor will be working for Hannaford Supermarkets as a retail management trainee. Welcome. Growing up in the Holy Land, New Jersey, I was very rarely forced to examine differences. My friends were Jewish in the same way I was Jewish. And while there were people of other faiths, they were always distant. And I only knew them in the abstract sense. But coming to BU immediately threw me into the deep end of spiritual diversity. I was negotiating my own crisis of Jewish identity while also trying to navigate the intricacies of religious life on campus. For a while, I completely retreated into the Jewish community and I would have been content staying there. But fortunately came World Interfaith Harmony Week. I was invited to read a verse from the book of Malachi. Have we not all one father? Did not one God create us? Why do we break faith with one another, profaning the covenant of our ancestors? It's a verse that speaks of our shared humanity, our duty to one another. But after four years at Boston University, I see that it glosses over our complexities. If I could read a different verse, it would be this one from the book of Micah. For all the peoples walk each in the name of its gods. We will walk in the name of the Lord our God forever and ever. And though each of us walks in the name of our own God, at BU we also walk hand in hand, separate individuals with unique identities reaching out in the name of love. On October 27, 2018, 11 beautiful lives were lost at the Tree of Life Synagogue. The hands reached out and hundreds of people came to Marsh Plaza to surround the Jewish community with an outpouring of love. I cried at the Sea of Candles, and it was only months later on March 15, 2019, when 51 beautiful lives were lost at the Al Noor Mosque and Linwood Islamic Center in Christchurch, New Zealand. Now it was my turn to extend a hand to my Muslim siblings to embrace, to comfort, to encourage. The vigils came and went, Grief is exhausting, and that could have been the end of my interfaith involvement. But why should we only come together in times of tragedy? It was through the Boston Interfaith Leadership Initiative that I learned this did not have to be the case. There, I created space and friendships with people from every background and creed. This was an interfaith community that came together in celebration. The hands that uplifted me from the depths of sorrow were the same ones propelling me to the heights of joy. There were tough discussions theological, moral, and political, but that never stopped us from walking, hand in hand, each in the name of our own gods, towards a future of appreciating difference, no matter how drastic. If I can leave BU only having learned one thing, it's that if I don't yet see the face of God in each person I look at, I pray that I can at least see a face as human as my own. Thank you so very much, Connor. Afshak Kassam will graduate with a Master of Science degree in Advertising from the Metropolitan College. During her time at Boston University, Afsha was a teaching assistant for the Innovation Process 
Developing New Products and Services course and is a member of the Gamma Yoda chapter of the Tri-Alpha National Honor Society. She has also volunteered with the Aga Khan Education Board, guiding students through the college application process, and taught religious pre-K with ITREB USA. Afsha is currently seeking employment opportunities after graduation. Welcome, Afsha. This I believe. What a difficult thing to find the courage to believe after facing so much loss and injustice. Luckily for us, this time has also sparked a revolution. It's up to us that it sticks to its mission, the American ideal, liberty and justice for all. I believe that we can believe. In fact, we seem to believe more in the face of hardship. We forget about the bigger picture when we are flooded with joy. It's okay, it's okay. Humans are built in such a funny way. We fully ponder over the higher power, the higher purpose, once we think the end is near. These thoughts come from a Muslim girl who finds peace in a church and among the mountains, not because she does not love her faith, quite the opposite actually. She understands that the religion of hope is what we all have in common. I believe in love, I believe in sorrow, I believe you cannot have one without the other. I believe that we are losing our sense of connection. We seem to be losing grasp of empathy and understanding. I believe we have our own truths. I believe that no one has the same heart as me. I cannot expect me from someone else. But the least I can do is understand where they are coming from. I know that I have privilege. Although I'm not white, I have fair skin, one that makes everyone say something or the other. I've learned to despise it because whenever I speak my mind, people tell me I'm prideful, as if it weren't hard enough to speak. Being a woman has taught me a lot, but it's mostly taught me to speak up, even if my voice shakes. Maybe they won't believe you, but at least you'll know that you tried. I also know that I'm privileged to not be from wealth, a rarity, I know. A world fueled by consumption, I want no part of it. What is the point of wealth if you cannot share it? For me, success is not the number of cars that I have, but the impact I've left on the souls who needed that smile, coffee, book, that I, I gave them. I believe in humanity so much, it makes me want to sob. Why can't we love each other through it all? We confuse passion with anger often. I hope one day we know when to stand tall and when to stand back. I know we have light within us. It connects us all, even if we cannot see it at times. I know that times are tough. I know we are upset. But one consistent thing is the human belief to overcome and be better. So let's adapt, let's evolve, let's love it all. This I believe, I believe in our past, present, and future. But most of all, I believe in the strength of you and me. This I believe. Thank you so very much, Afsha. 
Jordan Neubauer will graduate with a Juris Doctorate with a concentration in health law from the School of Law. During her time at Boston University, Jordan was a member of the Health Law Association and participated in fellowship opportunities at Marsh Chapel, such as the Global Dinner Club and Wednesday Ecumenical Eucharist Services. After graduation, Jordan will be taking the summer sitting of the Massachusetts Bar Exam and continue seeking employment. Welcome, Jordan. This I believe. During my time at Boston University, Marsh Chapel nourished me. Marsh Chapel nourished me physically, from welcome barbecues on the BU beach to international feasts lovingly made in the basement kitchen to Lenten dinner church, the so-called Marsh meal plan ensured that a hot supper was never far out of reach. The watchful eyes and generous souls of the campus chaplains carefully nudging takeout containers at hungry students meant that I could worry less about how to stretch my meager graduate student budget with instant noodles and microwave popcorn. On cold nights, there was hot tea to soothe a sore throat and brace me for a walk home in the wind, and on balmy late spring days, there was cool lemonade set out after Sunday service to quench my thirst. Marsh Chapel nourished me emotionally. In the throes of first year law school scares you to death and second year law school works you to death, Marsh was my respite. It was my place to laugh at silly jokes as we waited for dinner to cook, to talk about music and television and literature and the nothing drama of everyday life while we ate and to take a couple hours to luxuriate in the sheer delight of being among friends. Conversations frequently continued for hours, and very often three or four of us would find ourselves in the Thurman room long past the time we all had agreed that we absolutely had to leave to return to other demands. When the world lurched to a halt in March of 2020, the transition to virtual meetings meant that this sense of community continued. Isolation and loneliness never had the chance to set in fully, and those terrifying early days of the pandemic were lightened by my friends' pixelated faces. Marsh has been the conduit through which I have met lifelong friends, all of whom inspire me to adventure out on New England day trips and across town to use bookstores, who lead me to new opportunities for activism and community building, and who inspire me to find the love and joy in all things. Marsh Chapel nourished me spiritually. It was over these meals and among these friends that I grew into my faith and grew into my spiritual voice. I remember my first Wednesday night service, staring down at the bulletin, obsessing over the asterisks on the page that would tell me where to start in when reciting the, palm, the psalm for the night and to keep me from doing something to betray my ambiguously non-denominational Protestant on holidays childhood. After three years, I have grown in my confidence in my spiritual formation, in my relationship with my God, and my ability to contribute meaningfully in student-led Bible studies. This, I believe, during my time at BU, Marsh Chapel has nourished me in all ways. Thank you very much, Jordan. Soren Hessler will graduate with a Doctor of Philosophy and Practical Theology with a concentration in leadership and administration from the School of Theology. The title of his dissertation is Adjudicating Orthopraxy, a History of Accreditation Practices and Theological Education in the United States, 1918 to 1968. 
During his time at BU, Soren served in student government at various capacities, worked for nearly a dozen university offices, and was formerly a member of the Marsh Chapel staff for nine years, 2009 to 2018, most recently serving as Chapel Associate for Leadership Development. After graduation, Soren will continue to serve as the Director of Graduate Academic Services at Drew University and instructor of Christian and Interreligious Studies at Hebrew College. He is an elder in the West Ohio Annual Conference of the United Methodist Church and a member of the Board of Advisors of the Journal of Interreligious Studies. Welcome, Soren. This I believe, God is love. I believe that we learn about God when we learn how to love. I believe the work of the gospel is caring for and loving other people. The people I've encountered on my journey at Boston University, classmates and colleagues, students I've counseled and students I've taught, have all taught me about how to love. I met the love of my life, the Reverend Dr. Jennifer Quigley at undergraduate orientation now almost 17 years ago. We have been classmates, colleagues in ministry, co-adventurers, and partners in life. I learned from her and from her work. She has taught me that love is about mutual investment and shared commitment. She has taught me that the church is a koinonia, a joint venture in the work of the gospel. We are co-laborers in loving God's kingdom into existence. Working for nearly a dozen university offices, including Marsh Chapel, over the course of five degree programs at BU, I've learned a lot about institutions. After 383 credit hours, three summers of archival research in windowless rooms, and one dissertation on the history of theological education, I believe that institutions and their histories matter so that we can do good and not harm through them. I believe that denominational communities do well to remember that this work of the gospel, to love one another, is best achieved in community. And I believe we, as individuals, do well to remember John Wesley's three simple rules. Do no harm. Do good. Stay in love with God. I believe that the church has too often lost sight of these. Great harm has been done and continues to be done to gay, lesbian, bi, trans, non-binary, and other queer folk but also divorced people and unmarried people, indigenous people, people of color and Jews, Muslims, and other non-Christian people of faith. I believe that Christian communities have an obligation both to repent and speak honestly and openly about failures in living into a gospel of love. I believe that when harm has been done, the appropriate response is to seek to do good and seek reconciliation. University chaplaincy and my work in interreligious spaces facilitated by the School of Theology have taught me that communities of faith can accomplish so much greater good in the world working together than apart. I believe that the modern American research university, so often built on the educational foundation of training Christian clergy, does well to remember its roots in cultivating personal character and equipping graduates to care for the needs of the world. I believe a quality professional education, regardless of discipline, must, as the poet writes, unite the pair so long disjoined, knowledge and vital piety, learning and holiness combined. 
I believe that the university must be a place to forge friendships and establish partnerships, and its education must prepare graduates, regardless of their religious affiliation, to be co-laborers in caring for the world and the people on it. We all share in a koinonia of love. This I believe. Thank you very much, Soren. In the spirit of John Wesley, whose Methodist movement gave birth to 128 schools and colleges across the United States, beginning with Boston University in 1839, we express our profound appreciation for our five speakers and their shared capacity as expressed in the Wesleyan hymn to unite the pair so long disjoined, knowledge and vital piety, learning and holiness combined, truth and love, for all to see. In Paul's letter to the Philippians, he advised, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So let us heed his advice and pray. You're welcome to remain seated stand or come forward to kneel at the altar rail. Now let us sing together hymn 473, Lead Me Lord. God, our help in ages past, we praise you with gladness and joy, for you are our God. We praise you because we know that you have blessed us, and we are thankful that we know about the good news of your salvation. O oh God, our hope for years to come, we praise you because we know that you will continue to bless us. We remember those who sacrificed and fought for the freedoms we have today. We are thankful that they leaned not on their own understanding, but let love and faithfulness guide their actions to change the status quo. We pray for those who continue to fight injustice, disease, poverty, and ignorance in this nation and around the world. Give us all the strength and conviction and courage to join the fight. Oh God, our eternal home, we pray for those who have ended their earthly journey and are now at rest. We remember those with whom we have had a personal relationship. For those loving spouses, parents, children, 
other relatives and dear friends, we are grateful for their presence in our lives. We are also grateful for those we don't know, who gave their lives to make this world a better place. For their courage, faith, and hope, we are thankful. Abide with military personnel, diplomats, missionaries, and all whose service takes them away from their loved ones. Give our elected officials the wisdom and courage to work together for the good of the country. We pray that they, along with the leaders around the world, work together to make progress towards peace. We confess our sins and humbly ask for forgiveness, gracious Father. We are thankful for the promise of your peace. We are thankful for the presence of your peace. Holy Spirit, teach us and remind us to live our lives in the most excellent way, with love. O oh Lord, our shelter, comfort those who are enduring tornadoes and floods, tremendous heat and droughts, illness, including PTSD, both diagnosed and undiagnosed, loss, uncertainty, hate, and other forms of despair. We pray for our recent graduates, those who have recently taken the oath of military service, newlyweds, new parents, recent retirees, and all who are currently enduring or imminently facing life-changing events. O oh God, our guide, we pray that that they will acknowledge you in all that they do so that you may guide their paths. We ask these things in the name of the one who promised peace, our Lord Jesus Christ, and we pray together as he taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
things come of thee, O Lord, and of thy own have we given thee. Lord, support us all the day long of this troublous life until the shadows lengthen and the evening comes and the busy world is hushed and the fever of life is over and our work is done. Then in thy mercy grant us a safe rest, a happy lodging, and peace at the last through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. 